You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hi, Mr. Fancy. That is I I don't think that's that's what it was. It was it was you, a lot of fun. Mr. Nibbler, you were the belle of the ball, I'll say. I would not. That is not at all what I would say. And I did not say anything like that. You I, didn't. It was I, really fun. It was it, it was a lot of fun. I know it was. I was, I'm it saying, was surprising. Like, you, you were very fancy. I wouldn't say Through other that. people's eyes. Not through my eyes, by the way. Not, not through <laughs> mine, but. No, I think uh, there were a lot of very, very nice people. And it was actually, it was, it was kind of uh, a little bit overwhelming at certain points. I was like, oh my gosh. People do pay attention. It was well, really fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> it was really cool. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. All right. We've got a bunch of stuff that we're going to get to today. First off, though, I do want to say if, if you are a live listener, yes, we are going here at 10 a.m. Uh, on Pacific Time here in Portland, Oregon. Normally, we are live at 1, and that is my fault. Also, Everything missed, is your fault. We missed two days of shows last week. That was Thursday and Friday. Well, I guess not Friday. Sarah did do a live show on Friday for live subscribers. If you listen via podcast, apologies. That show can't be available via podcast because Sarah was playing some music on it. And we have It was the, my 90s middle school slow jams, Greg. So, so that's what it was. That was a really uh, fun day, I do have to say. Well, and we'll put that into the mix on the live stream. But the reason that can't go on a podcast is we pay for music licensing to broadcast that music. That's part of what the subscription fees go for is, you know, know, make sure everybody gets gets covered in music wise. So we're not uh, we're not doing anything illegal. Totally. We're on the up and up. We're that not. sounds like that <laughs> makes it sound like we're doing something it illegal. Totally it totally makes it way. sound like you're doing something illegal. We're, we're completely on the up and up. No, no, no. We're doing everything right. Yeah. But no, we do. We, we pay that. But we can't make that available via podcast. So that'll only be on the live stream. And that was also, though, uh, my fault. The, because everything is your fault. I think we can just we'll, we'll, blanket <laughs> statement everything that. <laughs> and we'll explain that. We'll explain that. But uh, we are back to doing our, our shows here five days a week this week. And so there, there's a, so much to go over, so much to talk about, about as far as what's gone on over the last few days. I don't know even where to start. I, I think guess... we start with the, I think we start with Mr. Hollywood Nibbler. I think the, we start with. God uh... damn it. I wish you had never said that on the show. <laughs> People have latched onto it and I love it. I do not. What's up? Hollywood. <laughs> I do not love it. I do not love it at all. All right. Well, let's 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 go to Saturday night, and then we'll work backwards, and then I'll explain some of the okay. stuff that I was doing before, and, and the reason that we're going early today too, which is a different reason altogether. All right. Start oh, off. You with really this. like to talk about all the things that you're doing. Well, I'm trying to explain to people. I mean, I've been gone for three days. We talk about our lives pretty much every day on this show, so I figured, you know, I I, I owe an explanation. I have a little bit of an explanation as far as my absence mm-hmm. and what was going on there. Mm-hmm. So Saturday, though, was my 20-year high school reunion. Yes, I am old. In case you were unaware of that, I am. I am. I'm old. That's the number one response and when I tell people that you had your 20-year reunion. They're like, "I didn't know Greg was that old." Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people uh, may not have realized that, but no, it is true. I, I am 38 years old, and I have my 20-year high school reunion. So there it is. It's out. It's out in the world. Everyone knows now. Very brave. It's very brave of me. 
to admit it. It was nice to be surrounded by other 38-year-olds, so I felt uh, It is normal. funny, and that was the uh, common thing that people were saying. It's like, I don't feel that old, but it sounds No, really it old. sounds so fucking old it to sounds... say it's a 20-year high school reunion. <laughs> As somebody said it in the live chat, it's been... I wasn't even alive that many years when I graduated high school. Like, it's, it's been longer since I graduated high school than how old I was when I graduated. Whatever. It's a long time. Um, so... Uh, but but I did have that this weekend, and I grew up in Independence, Oregon, so a small town, and went back down there this weekend. And, you know, I still am actually friends with a few people from high school, uh, really good friends, actually, uh, a few that I, that I see regularly. And Sarah actually knows them as well now, mm. too, over the course of doing this show. And of all people, uh, Sarah really wanted to go down to my high school reunion. So. I thought it would be good show fodder. You know, we do this, as you were saying, so much. Yeah. And, like, and we we talk about our lives on this show. This is pretty true. Pretty much everything. And I, yeah, and so I wanted to go, and we're like, and we had a bunch of friends going, so we're like, all right, well, and Greg's just like, fine, you can come. <laughs> <laughs> which is now making me sound really sad, as if I didn't have anything better to do on a Saturday night, which, by the way, I have lots of better things to do, but I thought that it would be oh, good for the show. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, lots of better things to do. Well, but instead, I went to a high school reunion, which was magical because I wanted to see Greg in his element, like in this small town that he grew up in with all the, you know, yeah. all the folks that he went to school with. Well, and I've lived in Portland for like 15 years now, so it's you know I don't go back down there that often. My parents still live down around there, so I, I do go down there every now and then. But I don't I don't hang out in town or really see anybody when I'm going there. I just go to their house, which is way out in the country. So this was, I gotta say. It was it was weird, you know, and I know this. Everybody goes to their to you know high school reunions, and nobody. Oh, it's not always a little bit weird. Does. Well, okay, not everybody does. Yeah. All right, well, let me just explain my experience, and I'll just explain how it was from from my perspective. So, uh, it took place. Actually, I thought it was going to be in a barn, which it is, was it's a fancy barn. A barn. <laughs> it's not like a hay barn or something like that. It's a very Please nice. Tell us barn, about the but, fancy. It's a fancy barn. Well, <laughs> I I know I said that on the show on like Wednesday or something, and I think people are picturing like there's horses in the barn where you're hanging out. In. It's it was like a big hall. Uh, but fancy however, fancy barn sounds like an oxymoron a little bit. See that you're not a country person. You don't know the difference then. There's there's, there's, there's different the kinds of barns. Barn, and then yeah, there's, there's different the kinds of barns. Barn. Like the, my my parents have a barn, it's dress, but it's, it's a, a cement barn. barn. Okay. Yeah. So there, there's different kinds of barns, Sarah. You, you just really don't understand this. I'm sorry, I don't understand the barn hierarchy. However, this one didn't take place in a barn. It was in the uh, garden. So across so was, the street from the it was barn. Across, across the street, and I say garden. It was like a very fancy piece of property. And that, I won't. Uh, yeah. And I yet. will also say yes. It was one of the most beautiful pieces of property I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was, it was really nice. And it turned out it was actually nice weather, so it worked out great to have it outside. And so, so it was there and, you know, my high school class, I was trying to think, and I really don't remember exactly, but I want to say around a hundred people graduated at the same time I did Mm -hmm. ish. It looked like, I mean, ish somewhere around there. Yeah. uh, I I would say. I think a hundred might be a little ambitious. Well, no, that's, it's not like everybody from the high school class was there at this reunion. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I would say there was a lot, there was a lot, I would say maybe 75%. 75%. So maybe maybe not 100. Maybe maybe it was smaller than that. Speculate numbers while we anyway, record. Anyway, well, I'm just trying to say, I'm trying to paint the picture, Sarah. I'm trying to paint the picture of how many people were there. So anyway, I showed up at this thing and I you know, I was looking forward to it. Mm. Uh, you know, to, to seeing some people. There's some people I haven't seen in a long time that I would love to see and you know, just kind of catch up and just see how people turned out, you know. Everybody wants to do that. It's curious. Secretly, we all wanted to do that and see like, ooh, who turned out this way? Who turned out this way? What's going on? You know, good or bad or whatever. And and I showed up there and I did not expect the reaction that I had because I normally don't get 
too nervous in those kinds of situations. I don't always like crowded situations, but I was so nervous. Like, incredibly nervous. You kind of, like, you freaked out like a little bit. Like, 12-year-old boy going to a high school dance kind of nervous. Or d- going to a dance nervous. Like, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Like you I had was, panic in your eyes. I was, I was you so anxious. You freaked out. It was so weird, because usually I have, like, super high anxiety. Like, and Greg's seen that look on my face before. But this one, you know, I'm going in. I'm not invested. I don't know, you know, I don't know anybody. Like, I'm just excited for the yeah. experience. Uh-huh. And Greg is just panicking. Like if you well, look not so like panicking, not like panic- I'm running off or something. No, in the no, woods, but you but... were kind of frozen, like because it is really overwhelming. Like that's all the people. It was that you strange. Grew up with and... It was strange. Yeah. I mean, it's been 20 years. You know, I, I did go to the 10 year reunion, so I guess maybe I had that same kind of feeling there. I, I don't remember exactly. Um, I, at least I don't remember like first showing up for it. But yeah, for this, it was it was a lot. Like I'm just like, holy shit, this is so weird. This is so weird. And so many people looked exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Like, we're all, we're all obviously a little bit older. Just but, slightly. But, just slightly. A little more well-seasoned. <laughs> but we did, but, you know, but we, we do all look fairly similar. There was a lot of faces that I'm just like, oh, yeah, we look s- still a lot alike. And, um, and I just had this, like, I don't know. I just got, like, anxious and panicky. And so I'm like, okay, well, I need a beer. So I'm going to drink that beer as fast as I can. And, and it was, it was just strange. It was a strange feeling that I did not expect that I was going to have when I went to this thing. Mm -hmm. And so that, that kind of happened. And then as I, as I started walking around talking to people, you know, I calmed down a little bit and then I, then I started to actually enjoy myself Mm -hmm. and and, and hang out and talk to people. And then it, then it became a lot of fun. Yeah. And it was, it was really cool. It was really cool to see, see all those people. But the weird thing that you're talking about, Hollywood. God damn it. You're the one that said that name. Not me. Hollywood Nibbler? Mm. I don't know. I'm pretty sure when I think back that it was you that gave yourself that name. That was not. And you can listen to this <laughs> podcast and you can see that uh, you can hear for yourself. Pretty sure you said, Sarah, you should probably start calling me Hollywood yeah, at this point. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds exactly like something I would say because I was in a commercial. <laughs> no, Yeah, no, that is not it at all. Uh, but it, it was kind of interesting just to see, you know, talking to people. How many people are aware of like of what right, I do? Stop it! St- you're lollygagging. All right, so well, I Greg, don't know what to say because I don't want to sound like a fucking douche about it. You like, well, you do sound like a douche. I do okay. not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Greg, honestly, when I was saying that he was the bell of the ball, it was amazing. So when we were there, you know, everyone's kind of nervous. And we found out later that like everyone was nervous. Yeah. Everybody much. else had the same thing. Yeah. Like they I were did. all like everyone was just kind of like, holy shit, this is 20 years. And like, this uh-huh. is way overwhelming. It's like overstimulation. And uh, it was fun to watch as everyone loosened up. And then as people loosened up, they started talking to Greg a little bit more. And sure as shit, I swear to God, Greg is Mammoth Independence famous. <laughs> it was awesome to see like people after they kind of loosened up after the drinks had been flowing a little bit. You know, the music was playing, people were finally getting a little more relaxed. Then it was awesome to see how many people came up to Greg and actually had heard of the show or had seen him in a commercial or some other kind of thing and um and it was so many people. Like yeah. I saw Greg um metamorphosized in front of my eyes because like from nerdy kid to like Cool guy. Like, you became the cool guy. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's weird. It was weird. Because I saw how, like, nervous and stuff you were, and then all of a sudden, like, people, as people were approaching you and saying, like, oh, I saw you in this, and oh, you worked for the Blazers, and oh, I actually listened to the show. And then people were recognizing me yeah. from pictures of you, and they're like, oh, you're that Sarah girl, right? I'm like, 
Yes, I am. <laughs> but everyone there was so nice. But Greg truly was the bell of the ball. It was really uh, fun to see. Well, it was, it was a lot of fun. I can say that. And it did remind me of, you know, growing up there, you, you think back to a lot of things like, you know, middle school, different things, and, and like the bad times. But overall, I got to say the people that grew up there uh, with me, all pretty good people. They're, they're all pretty nice. Um, it was a pretty nice class. And, you know, once we all got older, you know, then you, you start losing that s- some of that high school stuff. Or the, or the Yeah. The and some people stay the clicks. same. Some people stay the same. Some people are exactly how they were. Um, yeah, there were a couple of those. But overall, I would say it was, it was pretty good. Overall. <laughs> overall, uh, pretty much everybody was very cool. And it was, so it was nice to catch up with a lot of people. And then, then uh, I'd, w- ended up going out to a... Uh, to a bar in Independence, which I've only done a couple of times. It's only a couple of times that that's happened before because I just really never went out there. You know, mm. I mean, I was I was a kid and there weren't ever really bars, but now Independence has this. If you don't know where Independence is, it's a tiny little town about an hour and a half south of uh, Portland, out in the middle of nowhere. It is a tiny town. It's like a one. Isn't it like a one street town basically. No, it's more than that, but the, the section you were in, the downtown Independence, yeah. is only one street. Okay. Yeah. Then it, it spreads out, and there's a lot more back in there. Some of real like urban growth residential. in Independence. Uh, surprisingly, yes, actually. <laughs> the downtown is complete. The downtown that you saw of Independence looked nothing like that 10 years ago. I mean, it's it's getting hip now. So Greg just used air quotes. So anyway, there's, there's, a, there's a bar there, and ended up going to this bar, and it was kind of weird just walking into a bar in Independence and like hanging out and then seeing people I knew. I did, I did get the uh, definite uh, reminder, though, that I was in a small town, in, in a small town bar, okay, when I was how? in the bathroom. All right. I was at the urinal. Old man walks in. That's too much detail. Uh, well, I'm sorry. I just got to lay it out. Old man walks in and stands next to me. And, uh, you, know, it's, you know, old men in, in urinals, especially in smaller towns, they're talkers. I did not know this. Yeah, they'll, they'll talk. They'll talk. And the, I'm sitting there. Doesn't say anything else to me. He's like, hey, uh, what do you call an Air Force bar or an Air Force beer? And I'm like, I, I don't know. He's like, oh, you, you drink one, you P38. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was a good one. That was a good one. I don't get it. You don't get it? No. A P38 is a plane. Okay, but what does it mean? You drink one, you P38. I don't know. That that was the joke. Okay. I mean, that's that's the face value. That's all I can really give you. I mean, I, I can't go. I didn't ask too much more. I didn't. I don't ask have any a follow-up strong questions. understanding of urinals, but I thought you weren't supposed to talk to other people. Well, generally, that is kind of the rule. Yeah, okay. you don't talk to other people, especially strangers. No, but uh, you know, old man at the bar, he doesn't care. Wow. What, what do you what do you call an Air Force beer? Drink one and P thirty eight. That was this. That you're really you're gonna latch onto that. You know what? That joke is gonna be the one thing that you remember when you eventually get like dementia. And you're gonna be like, <laughs> and you're gonna tell that joke to everybody. Yeah, yeah. No, now I'm, I may I may incorporate that joke into something. Yeah, mm. I'll start doing that. Although no. I'm not gonna do it at random urinals, though. Yeah, don't do. I'm that. not gonna be that guy. No, because it, he may be able to get away with that. If I started doing that, it'd be a little bit different, yeah. especially in Portland compared to like small town. Don't talk to people at the urinals. Yeah. Well, I'm going to try not to. And let me tell you, no, your class, like everybody that I chatted with and talked Mm -hmm. to, they were so awesome. Yeah. Like everyone was really, really cool. There's some nice people down there. Yeah. Some really nice people. Yeah. So it was, it really was a lot of fun. So I'm, I'm very glad I went. I was a little bit apprehensive at first as far as whether or not I would, I would go originally when I, when I heard about this and uh, I'm very glad I went. Good. Yeah. I really did have a really good time. And then I had to get up and be in Portland 
to shoot at 9 a.m. I'm sorry, to shoot what, Hollywood? (laughs) All right, so to explain that, now that we talked about the the reunion, it was, uh, once again, I just want to say thank you to everybody, too, who planned it. I don't know if they're listening to the show or not, because I didn't realize how many people listened to this show. So many people listened to it. That's so awesome. That makes me almost nervous again, now that I know that. But it's Mm. it's very, very cool. So thank you. Thank you, everyone. You guys were fantastic, and thanks for putting that on. Um, What was really fun about the reunion, too, P.S., was watching Greg point out, like, the guys that were assholes. Particularly that There's guy. There's a couple. The guy in... I All won't, right. say, I won't no, say anything specific. No, no, I won't no. say anything specific, but yeah, I'm saying like, there were some middle school stories, and it was fun to see how some of those people did not change. Like, it was very apparent to pick out who were kind of the shit apples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The shit apples didn't hide themselves very well. No. You could see they nope. were very apparent. It was pretty apparent. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, All right, so to explain what I was doing for the for the shoots, though, so... Thursday and Friday. Yes, Hollywood. God damn it. I hate that name. Stop. So Thursday and Friday, I was on location. And I no, it's the least all. Hollywood thing ever that I was shooting. Like, It's not like it was You're paying some your big dues, fancy Greg. movie. You're paying your dues. Well, no, it paid well. That's why I do it. But it's, it's well, I mean, God damn it. You were making this so hard for me to talk about this because you're making me feel so uncomfortable. This is worse than walking into the high school reunion. Tell me about your acting. Then we'll skip it. We'll, we won't talk we about that. We are not skipping it. Absolutely not. But it was. De- it wasn't. You can't be self conscious about your career path. No, I'm not self conscious <laughs> about it. I'm self conscious about you implying that I'm saying things that I'm not. Nobody thinks that you're calling yourself Hollywood. Jesus Christ! Take a breath. You're fine. You were on location. I'm sorry. That is the way that it is. <laughs> Rick you were Rutherford filming. in the uh, live chat. Greg is turning into Kanye. Um, <laughs> Also, The Old Man at the Urinal, a memoir by Greg Nibbler. <laughs> the Greg Nibbler story. <laughs> See, Drink one, you pee 38. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, uh, so tell us. We're in this. We're, we're wading through. You're committed. Well, well, okay. So on Thursday, Friday, and Sunday, I was shooting a thing. It's... Not something that's going to be seen publicly. I will say this. If you were a teacher, you may. There's a very good chance you you should, could see it. Um, there are training videos. Fancy training videos is essentially what fancy they Fancy yeah. training videos. Yeah. yeah. Which, if that is even possible to put fancy in front of that, you probably can't. Well, I mean, you could put fancy in front of a barn. Why not a It will be video? internationally seen. So that is, <laughs> that is yeah, yeah, okay. Um but the one part of it is, though, I had I, I worked with child actors as well, oh which is always God. interesting because you never know how that's going to work. I've only done that a few times. And generally speaking, child actors are the worst. Mm. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> as a generally speaking. Yes. And not necessarily the kids, usually the parents. The parents all think that their little precious snowflake is the next Justin Timberlake, mm. essentially. They're, they're all Justin Timberlakes and Christina Aguilera's to them. Okay. Like, they are going to be... They're their little moneymakers. Yes. Mm. Well, no, less the moneymaker, they're a star, Sarah. It's not about the money. It's about that they're a star. Okay. And we should all treat them as of such. Of course. Why not? That's usually how it is. I will say this. The parents on this one were, were a lot nicer. They were, they were actually pretty good. Oh, cool. Yeah, which was refreshing. How are the children? Eh, well, you know, they're... <laughs> They're kids. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, I can't imagine. Like, I never knew, like, as a child, like anyone who was, a, I guess, you know, growing up in small towns in Washington, mm-hmm. you don't know child actors. But I can't even imagine. I, like, I really didn't as a kid. I mean, other yeah. than you know, like school play type stuff. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, it's. I can't d- imagine being around a kid like being young, but you know, being with like friends or knowing a kid who is like working as an actor in commercials or something. Yeah, I don't know what That'd that would be, be like either. Yeah. I bet they're just little bastards. Yeah, you know, That's in what school. I think. Yeah, I would think. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not well, entirely kids, sure well, because kids again, brag about things anyway. I mean, imagine like having a kid who's on TV. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah, wow, yeah. We we didn't have that issue in Independence, Oregon. Mm-hmm. There, there was nobody that was showing up on television until Greg. Unless you're on Ramblin' Rod, Ramblin' Rod, that would. You never got on Ramblin' Rod, right? I never got on Ramblin' mm-hmm. Rod. Man, Ramblin' Rod. Didn't get Rod, a chance to participate in the smile contest? The smile contest? I didn't get it. I sent him in a button one time. I think I mailed him one. So Ramblin' Rod was this guy out of Portland, that uh, local television. But he was, I think every kind of, at least region, has a Ramblin' Rod type of character where all the kids come down Saturday morning, or not yeah, no, it was every morning. Mm. It was every morning. Oh, I don't know for sure. I didn't. I'm pretty sure it was every morning. I didn't know about Ramblin' Rod until <sighs> I moved here. I think it was, maybe it was just Saturday mornings. I, I honestly can't remember for sure. But anyway, all the kids come in, they sit in risers, he plays cartoons, then he hangs out, and his whole thing was he has a jacket full of buttons, and so kids bring him buttons. Uh, my dad was on Ramblin' Rod when he was a kid. That's wow. how long Ramblin' Rod's been around. So, it, And you let the tradition not move forward. Well, I wanted to. It's not like I had a choice. I couldn't drive myself to Portland to be on oh, Ramblin' Rod. Oh, boy. I missed out on something. Uh, J.P. Patches, yeah, somebody said. I, and I, I don't really know what J.P. Patches was, but I know a lot of people watched him. I think that was the Seattle version okay. of Ramblin' Rod or, you know, vice versa. So uh, Shockwave says, Rambling Rod sounds like a porn star. It's Ramblin', though. Ramblin' Rod. <laughs> okay. Yeah, every day. And every apostrophe? Day mm-hmm. Okay, yep. gotcha. Yep. Got Ramblin' it. Rod was awesome. That man was a saint. So anyway. uh wow. You know, you could go on Ramblin' Rod, but other than that, yeah, we did, we didn't have like kids that were, not that I remember anyway. Yeah, you know, that just wasn't around. That just wasn't something you didn't have child actors running around. That's probably so, mostly in like L.A. or like bigger cities. Yeah, well, I mean, even Portland, you have that just That's because true. you know commercial industry and all that stuff. And there's more stuff being filmed here. But, but uh, yeah, usually. But now, flash forward to adult Greg, and he is an actor. Mm-hmm. I guess Which so. Which was yeah, fun three... at, at the reunion too, because quite literally, Greg was between shoots. It sucked saying that too. I felt like I really did feel like a douche. I know you felt like a douche because it sounded douchey, but it's the truth. Uh, Thursday and Friday, I spent nine hours filming each one of those days, and then had the reunion. And then the next day, I had to be on set in Portland at nine a.m. So I had to be careful. I couldn't drink that much or do anything too crazy. And it was—I mean, it was the truth. But goddamn, it sounds douchey. And I felt like a douche talking about it. It is what it is. I Every mean, it's, time it's you true. Said it, though, I'm not it making it up. I know. You're not but, making it up. Oh, it feels douchey. Anyway, that's why we're going early today, too. So, uh, because uh, it's something else that's... When it rains, it pours with this kind of stuff. When you're doing any kind of uh, acting like on this kind of level, it's just... It'll all happen at once, and then it could be nothing for a long time. Yeah. And... This is, uh, everything's happening all at once right now. So you have a different shoot today, right? A different one, yes. Right, Hollywood? Tell me about it. I, I can't talk about this one. It's oh, okay. It's a commercial. It's a commercial. Yes. So people might see you on the TV. It is quite possible. And I'm very douchey in this commercial, too, so it'll be fitting. Oh. The so character is a... So it's not, you're not even acting in this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, my, uh... <laughs> It'll be interesting if uh, this one's aired here locally. I'm not sure if it is or not. I'll find out. Yeah. But anyway, there it is. 
I'll leave it at that. And that's that's part of what it, you were the one. You were also doing something cool on Thursday last week, Sarah. I did. It's true. So why don't you explain that and take it off of me here? Well, I was well, I made minimum wage, but I was uh, I did indeed. I extraed on uh, Portlandia last Thursday. I don't know. There's I, I had to sign an NDA, so there's nothing I can really say. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, there was supposed to be. What is there was supposed to be a, a guest star that wasn't able to make it. There was there was a guest star, but it so wasn't you were the same an extra one. on like you've done before. Yes, where you're. I was background. I was like moving furniture basically, mm-hmm. and and this one particularly, I don't even think I don't know if my face is even shown. Oh yeah, yeah. It was just kind of there were a couple locations that we shot at, and then I was more more like standing in the background, kind of. So mm. we'll see. I don't know. So, but that was. That was it. all the extras that I worked with were really nice. Everyone was really cool. Um, one of my buddies was who I haven't seen in years. Turns out was one of the producers on it, which was the weirdest thing. Wow. Yeah, like I turned him and was like, "Hey, Paul." It was it was strange. It was really cool though. What? Why are you? Staring I don't at me? know. I'm just, I was That's letting it. you. I'm letting you tell your story. What else can I say? That's all I, could, I had to sign an NDA. So yeah. Okay. So filmed. It was fun. All right. All right. Well, there the we end. go. Okay. Well, maybe Stop we'll, putting the pressure maybe we'll on me, Hollywood. On. Yeah, no. I, I put the pressure on you for like 30 seconds, and then now you're putting it back on me. Now it's being said that you're the new Kardashian, Greg. <laughs> yep, that's mm-hmm. that's it. Just need a video of... Wait, no. I don't want to be the one that gets peed on. Isn't that how Kim Kardashian got famous? <laughs> oh, my God. It was Ray J peed on her. Ray J peed on her? I thought it was the other guy. No, it was Ray J. Okay. Yeah. I think. I'm pretty sure it was Ray J. Anyway, no, I don't want any part of that. I'm going to avoid any of that kind of situation. Now this just got really awkward. It just so got why, weird. Why don't we do a little bit of World of Crazy? It got, it got a little weird. Drink one and P38. Okay, you've got to stop saying that. No, I'm, it's stuck. It's a tick now. It's like you're, I'm going to be doing it all the tick. time. Yeah, I'm going to say it all the time now. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> what are you calling? P38 what? Like 38 beers? P38 is a plane. No, I know that P38 is a plane, but I don't get the joke. You drink one, you P38. I don't I don't know. You drink one beer and P38 I beers? Guess is that what it's supposed to be? If I were to, to analyze it, what do you call an Air Force beer? You drink one P38. I, he's implying you drink one beer, but you pee a lot. I, I don't know. We're literally doing potty humor on this. I'm not literally doing show. potty humor. I'm saying this is what the old man's joke was. You want me to analyze it? You want me to explain it better? I, I don't. I don't know. Okay. Well, if you're gonna make it a tick, you have to understand what it is that you're talking about. Do I? Yes. Do you think somebody's going to really ask well, me conf- as many questions yeah, as you con- do? It's confusing. You have to know the basis of the joke. I'm just saying. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Stillen. Hi there. How are you? Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, a German woman may owe her life being saved to her bra after she unknowingly rode her bicycle through a boar hunt and the underwire deflected a hunter's bullet. The underwire of her bra saved her life. Through a boar hunt? A boar hunt. She unknowingly was riding her bicycle through a boar hunt. Wow. Yeah, a hunter. So she's a 41-year-old woman. Uh, She was on vacation. Uh, was on a bike with her husband in the town of Gadebush, which is about 45 uh, miles northeast of uh, Amberg. Uh, the cyclist heard 
rifle fire, the woman felt a sharp pain in her chest. Uh, the bra's metal underwire appeared to have stopped the bullet, leaving the woman only with a bruise instead of a gunshot wound. So police found a dead boar in the line of fire and believe the bullet may have struck the woman after ricocheting off of the animal. Who, okay, number one, I didn't know that they had such a thing as a boar hunt still going on. Where is it like the old-fashioned one where they're all on a horseback and they all have like fancy hats? And, Do, does it Let's sound go like, on a boar hunt. Does it sound like I have all that information? Did I say they were all on horseback and that they were on a boar hunt? I don't know. I'm just asking <laughs> questions. Well, I don't know. It says the, the hunters called off the hunt after the woman's husband spotted them in the neighboring field and told them what had happened. Uh, so they're investigating. So the Gade Bush Criminal Commission, which sounds very fancy, is investigating the incident on suspicion of negligent injury. So authorities are also looking into whether there were appropriate signs warning passersby about the boar hunt. Boar hunt does sound old timey. Yeah, I that's what I mean. On, I hope they weren't horses. Yeah, you would think something like that. But uh, how do you accidentally ride th- your bike through one? I'm just well, very confused about this story. I feel like there's a cover up. There's something that's that we're not being told. Well, it looks like they didn't probably. That's why it's being under investigation of not having the proper signs posted. Yeah. Because she was probably just riding down the. It sounds like she was just riding her bicycle down a road and inadvertently uh, stumbled upon a boar hunt. Okay. Yeah. There's more to this story. Okay. Look deeper, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a section of a road in France was closed last week because it was judged to be too dangerous after 20 tons of mayonnaise spilled onto the road. Ew. That sounds like your nightmare. That's the only reason I hate why mayonnaise. I'm this story. Hot mayonnaise, mayonnaise covering the roadway in France is disgusting. Greasy mayonnaise halted traffic in western France for uh, about a full day last oh, week. God, imagine how bad that smells. That smell, oh my God. So yeah, so it ended up uh, stopping traffic in both directions on this highway um, after 20 tons of mayonnaise spilled on... Oh my gosh, so the mayonnaise spilled onto the roadway and then some of it caught fire. Mayonnaise can catch fire. While firefighters put out the fire after two hours, the mayonnaise spread across the surface and made the tar- uh, tarmac slippery. So they had to Ew. close it. Hot, slippery mayonnaise. <laughs> Somebody uh, cut out that little piece of audio there, and <laughs> we can use that for something. <laughs> Sorry, what was it again? Hot, slippery mayonnaise. Covering it can the roadways. catch fire. Mayonnaise can catch fire. <laughs> that is kind of weird. I didn't realize mayonnaise could catch fire. What, what's the other one? It's mayonnaise, and then what's the other thing people... You're a condiment person. Mayonnaise, what, ketchup? No, man, that's Ranch? like mayonnaise. No, that's like mayonnaise. I don't know. Yes, you do. You know these things. This is your wheelhouse. Miracle Foods, Whip? Yes, there we go. That's it. Well, that's like mayonnaise. Well, yes, but it's not, right? I think it's like sweeter. Yeah, I don't really... I, I'm, not a, I'm not a Miracle Whip kind of girl. Okay, I don't know. You yeah. know it more than I do. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's the oil in mayonnaise. Never mind that, that allows it to catch fire. That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, yeah, so that sounds like the stinkiest, grossest thing ever. So I just wanted to bring that up to you because I know how much you love mayonnaise. Hot mayonnaise. Hot mayonnaise. All right. Next up, a Michigan man has been arrested after he allegedly tried to sell a backpack full of dirty socks, passing it off as a pound of marijuana. (laughs) (laughs) A backpack full of dirty socks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right. So who, who did he attempt to sell this to? Let me tell you more. All right. Um, blah, 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 blah. Where did it go? There he goes. Uh, so this is a Michigan man who did this. Yep. Uh, he's trying to sell his backpack full of dirty socks for $2,800. Uh, wow. So 
He's expecting somebody to pay $2,800 without... For a pound of marijuana. So the backpack was supposed to contain a pound of marijuana. And uh, so there's an odd series of events which led him to be arrested. So uh, let's see. So this guy's name is Michael Suarez. He pleaded guilty to false pretenses after he brought socks instead of marijuana, which is the false pretenses. So it's according to the telegram. Okay. So here's the story. A friend had arranged a drug deal between Suarez and another couple at a mobile home park. Only Suarez decided to try and pull some trickery and bring his dirty laundry instead of the drugs. No. Suarez was accompanied by his second couple. Dirty undies, dude. No, dirty socks. The and the three reportedly hightailed it out of the park, blowing past the stop sign, which a cop then pulled them over due to their driving, at which point the man pulled up and told the officer the trio had just robbed his girlfriend. A purse containing $2,800 was found in the car, so the person gave them $2,800. For the bag of dirty socks, not checking it. You know, at that point, that's kind of their fault. Mm-hmm. Well, so Suarez- they didn't even look at it. They just yeah. handed the guy $2,800. Yes. So Suarez was arrested, as uh, were the co- uh, car's two other occupants, who were married parents of four who didn't really think Su- Suarez had weed. However, he was arrested because he said that he did. There are so many... I'm so confused here. I know. Wait, you can get arrested even though it's not... Uh, you don't actually have marijuana in there? Yeah. So they, uh, it was because of trickery, basically. So because under false. Well, what pretense. about the person that's buying it? Don't they? Do they get arrested? So they weren't arrested. Wait a minute. All they were really in possession of is dirty socks. Well, yeah, but they were attempting to buy marijuana. I'm so confused by this. Also, how much is a pound of marijuana? Apparently, two thousand eight hundred dollars. It seems like a lot of money. It does seem like a lot of money. I would think it's less than that. I'm not that. You know, again, I'm not an expert in. Marijuana. Marijuana or drug mm. going drug prices, but that seems like a lot of money. That does seem like a lot of money. I don't know, a full backpack full of weed though, that's a lot. How would you not know the difference between that and dirty socks? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there were socks that smelled like weed? I'm so confused by this. Alright. Well, I don't think there's any confusion. I think that a man just filled a backpack full of dirty socks and then sold it for two thousand eight hundred dollars. I mean that seems kinda genius. I guess that's where the confusion kind of is. Genius. Why is he in trouble for this? Well, because he... I, I mean, I could see how you get in, in trouble in life, but legally... I mean, you didn't have Wow, anything. thank you to our smart friends in the chat. So Shock was able to uh, take it down to, to the financial level. So it's $175 an ounce, basically. Is that a... Is that a well, I mean, I understand which is, which is that, but I, I don't know. Which is too much. It's like an ounce is 50 bucks. An so ounce now, is $50? I, that seems too cheap. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking why about. Why are we so. speculating about things we don't know about? Well, this is why I'm <laughs> trying to figure this out. All right. Anyway, so he was arrested and he'll be sentenced on September 3rd. Okay. Next up, from a Michigan man to a Texas. was $50. I don't know. I, I don't. Okay. I don't do numbers. All right. Okay. A Texas man has been charged with misdemeanor theft after police say that he guzzled two bottles of wine in a grocery store bathroom before stuffing sushi into his pants and trying to leave without paying. <laughs> Sounds like a party. He guzzled two bottles of wine? Two bottles of wine in a grocery store bathroom before stuffing sushi into his pants and trying to leave without paying. Oh, that's stinky. This man's name is Nathan Pfeiffer, 28 years young, entered a grocery store in Friendswood, Texas, around 5 p.m. Uh, this past, let's see, the end of July, July 29th. He went to an area where wine was displayed and stuffed three bottles into his pants. Police then say Pfeiffer went into the restroom where he guzzled two of the bottles of wine before stopping by the sushi bar. 
He was observed putting a package of sushi down his pants before attempting to exit the store. Loss prevention employees stopped Pfeiffer and held him until police arrived. He was arrested and taken to the Friendswood City Jail, which sounds like the friendliest jail in all the land. Um, so Pfeiffer pleaded guilty to drug charges in March and is currently serving now two years. Is there video of this? There isn't video. Because I really just want to see this. <laughs> Excuse me, I was really trying to hold off sneezing well, out there, but it, but it happened. Wow, as though I did it on purpose, like why some are you, nefarious. Why are you doing that on purpose? <laughs> um, I can't believe you just did that. Yes, I know. I'm a hideous man. So, I just want to see video though of this guy because if he guzzled two bottles of wine, mm. his whole mouth had to be red. It had to his be purple. Teeth and yeah. purple. Yeah, everything. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to get some sushi, please. <laughs> and shoving it down his pants—that is. Three bottles of wine down his pants is pretty ambitious. Yeah. What and drinking you? two bottles of wine is kind of a feat. Like, it's pretty filling. To like, being able to guzzle, guzzle two them. bottles? Yeah. That's Damn. a lot of wine. That's a party trick right there. Mm-hmm. You're saying you want to be buddies That's what with I Nathan done. Pfeiffer? It's what I should have done at the reunion just mm-hmm. to show off to everybody. Drink just a whole bottle of wine. Check it out, guys. Look, Nibbler's a total party dude now. He's so cool. <laughs> that would be nothing sadder than that. Showing up at the 20-year reunion and guzzling a bottle of wine in front of everybody. That would be pretty sad. No. You drink you drink out of pocket flasks like a normal person. Like a decent human being. Like a decent person. Jesus. All right. So anyway, so Nathan Pfeiffer is now residing in the Friendswood City Jail. And finally... Out of New York, a Game of Thrones-loving New York attorney is demanding a civil suit filed against him be settled with a trial by combat. (laughs) Can you still do that? No, Greg, you can't still do it. Plus, Game of Thrones is not a... It isn't a history show. It's not like it it existed at one point and, like... Can you still have, like, duels, though, or anything? I don't know if you can have duels. I don't think you can have duels. So this attorney's name is Richard Luthman. He's 35 years young, who represented the losing side in a 2013 dispute between two investment firms. Said the winning firm and its lawyers follow, uh, filed their civil suit against him when his client vanished without paying uh, for more than uh, $500,000. So his client lost, this guy's client, and now okay. he has a civil suit against him by the attorneys that won because his client disappeared. Okay. So now they're filing it against him personally. Wow, that sucks. Yeah. So uh, Lothman said, uh, so the guy I represented disappeared. So they said, let's whack on his why lawyer's would, mal- uh, malpractice insurance. So they're hitting him for malpractice insurance because... Why would that be his fault, though, if the guy disappeared? I don't know. I mean, this is what they're filing against. So the lawsuit huh. alleges Lothman helped his client hide assets to avoid, avoid having to pay the owed money. That's why. Okay. So he said they said that he helped his client hide the money so they wouldn't have to pay him. Okay. Uh, so Luthman says, this is not a lawsuit, this is an absurdity, so I'll give them an, an absurdity right back to them. So the lawyer's court filing reads, defendant invokes the common law writ of right and demands his common law right to trial by combat against plaintiffs and their counsel, whom the plaintiff wishes to implead in the trial by combat, combat by writ of right. I don't know what I'm even saying right now. Uh, Luthman's filing goes on to explain a history of the trial by combat. You should say this in an accent. Trial by combat and his argument that the pra- I can't do an accent right now, uh, and that the practice remains a legal option. So Luthman says his Game of Thrones fandom has prepared him for such a trial. He said if he gets his request, he'll go clad in the armor of Robert Baratheon, Warhammer in hand. Oh wow, this is okay. However, Richard Chesson, who hired this guy, and no wonder his client lost. <laughs> Richard Chussed, an attorney for the plaintiff, says he was unimpressed with the filing. He said it should be clear that we do not find the brief amusing, and we believe 
Neither will the court, both from the legal and ethical perspective. Richard Chussage, attorney at law, says. So don't think that that's going to be happening. Well, it also seems wrong of them to sue him over his client disappearing. Yeah. Well, it's not the client disappearing. It's that he thought he's being sued for potentially hiding assets from the client. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So there you have it, my friends. <gasps> Trial by combat. That is your world of crazy. Trial by combat. All right. So, oh, Bean in the chat says, writ of right is a common law writ for restoring to its owner property held by another. Okay. Okay. That makes more sense. All right. And that means you can have a trial by combat for that. Mm-hmm. Sure. You can swing a sword at someone. You can. Absolutely. You just go to town. Okay. okay. Well, I pick the mountain. Mm-hmm. That's my choice. <laughs> um, should we do a little bit of, uh, I got a little bit of ball talk here. Do it. A little bit of ball talk to get to. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Ooh, I do have, I will have to answer one question here before, before okay. we're done today, too. All right. There's a question that people have, a very important one having to do with um, chips. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. Well, it's a, it's the important like issues of chips? the day. Not, no, no, like oh. like chips. Someone's like got a very chips? yes. Well, someone's got a very important question that I'm going to have to answer about that. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. First up, I have this. Uh, ESPN has confirmed that they will be broadcasting the final round of the 2015 International Women's Flat Track Derby Association Championships. What is that even? Roller mean? Derby. Oh, okay. They should really just shorten that name and just say Roller Flat Derby. Flat Track. I think there's probably a better way to say that. Oh, you mean the WFTDA? Oh, yeah, the WFTDA. Man. Yeah, that's really probably confusing. Work. In no way does it say that it's like roller skating at all. No, they should probably uh, come up with a better marketing mm-hmm. thing for that. But either way, they're getting more attention now, so it will be on It'll be on ESPN3. Very cool. It's where it'll be broadcast. So the uh, Rose City Rollers, which is Portland's roller derby association that is part of that overall oh, thing cool. they would have to win that and then make it all the way to the finals of the national thing to be on television but still getting a little attention that's very roller cool. derby is fun to watch mm-hmm. just saying uh, marketing wise might want to come up with a little bit of a catchier thing friend, than uh, wftda our friend uh Christy butternubs is a derby girl oh cool mm-hmm. well we could see here on espn3 oh my goodness if they, uh, if they reach these championships so that is going on so i thought that was cool uh moving on to ball talk Sarah, there is a uh, feat that we are going to be doing. Oh, God. Coming up very soon. And that feat is participating in Hood to Coast as runners, where we will be running in the huge relay race. One of the largest relays in the world. Yes, and there is a study that has just come out. I believe this was by the British Psychology Society, where they asked runners, they had a, a number of runners, I can't even remember how many is in this, says somewhere. Anyway. How many are in Hood to Coast? No, no, no. In oh, this okay. study. In this study where they had them record their thoughts while they were running. Like what the, what they were thinking about, mm. what was going through their mind. And they had to run at least seven miles per run on this in this study. And it turns out, as much as everybody, you know, people who run a lot say, oh, yeah, you know, it's just because it's so wonderful and I feel great Ugh. about it and do all that. No. 32% of the time they're thinking about how much it sucks. It sucks. That's what they're thinking about 32% of the time. They, this first of the kind study said 
it was people saying things like, my hips are tight, I'm stiff, my feet, my ankles just killing me this morning. Hill, you're a bitch. It's long and hot. <laughs> God damn it, motherfucker, were things that these people yeah. would say. Well, I do have a t-shirt that, in fact, it's my favorite running shirt. I, I just got it, and it's the best shirt ever where it just says, and I quote, running sucks on it <laughs> which is the best shirt ever I love running in my running sucks shirt because it is the truest shirt I think I've ever seen why, why are you doing it if you hate it so much because it's good for you because I feel better because I it it's the way that I can counteract like the macaroni and cheese and beer <laughs> and I, I and I like being I don't like going to gyms I like being able to like look at the world around me I like exploring neighborhoods so it's a good way to do that and and get exercise. And also but, it sucks. But running does suck. It's very true. <laughs> like, seriously, are you having happy thoughts during Hood to Coast? When you're running, are you like, this is the most beautiful thing ever? You're like, okay, oh my God, how many more miles? No, majority of the time, yeah. Yeah. I'm counting down the miles. But you do it because it's good for you, and it, it can be fun Afterwards, I times. feel good. Yeah, and afterwards, you feel good. Yeah, afterwards, but I feel great. the process of running sucks. Yeah, yeah. Shit, I gotta run today too. All right, uh, so that that is one study that came out. Uh, moving on to ball talk, I'll just uh, s- I'll I'll skip to this. It, we'll make it a short ball talk today, and it has to do with Ronda Rousey, oh. superstar Ronda Rousey, She's rowdy amazing. Ronda Rousey. She is indeed. And there's two things that have come out. One is cool. One, I'm like, you gotta be careful here. I'll, I'll say the one that's gonna be. Well, actually, there's three things with her. Uh, one, she is going to be the new Carl's Jr. spokesperson. You know Carl's Jr.'s commercials where they had like Paris Hilton and oh, like Kim Kardashian? Oh, like like being hosed down or something? Yeah. She is going to be, I don't know how they're doing the ad, but she is going to be a Carl's Jr. person. Oh, wow. So I don't know how they're going to show those ads. You're really hoping it's going to be like the Paris Hilton Oh, I mean, yeah. Wanda Rousey's hot. Uh <laughs> But I have no idea. It's probably going to be her, like, beating somebody up or something. Which, still, that's fine. Uh, and another thing with her is they are going to make a movie about her life. And this is the one I'm like, I want to step back a little bit. So the movie about Ronda Rousey is going to uh-huh. star Ronda Rousey playing oh, the role of Ronda Rousey. Oh, wow. That's where I'm like, that's easy. That's no- oh, that makes me, no. You might want to step back from that one. Leave Let it to the professionals, go. Rhonda. You're really good at what you do. She's really good. You don't... Oh, really? Oh, that's going to be kind of awkward. Yeah. So that's that's one of the things. Um, I mean, I'm glad that she's confident and strong. And yeah, oh, like, but uh, you don't... That's just going to be awkward. I mean, I guess Eminem kind of pulled off, but he wasn't playing himself. He was playing another character. Yeah. And that was kind of a one in a million shot. That was shot a one there. in a million shot. Eight yeah. Miles, amazing. Eight Miles, a great movie. And that was. But that, that was sure could have gone bad. Could have gone terribly. But she's not playing like another fighter. She's playing Ronda Rousey. See, I could see, I could get behind her playing a fighter, but her playing. Oh, yeah, herself. playing another fighter, fighter sure. Yeah, Karen in the live chat said she wasn't bad in Expendables 3. I'm sure she wasn't. That's acting. That's not playing herself, though. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Anyway, so she's doing well, with that. Well, your acting skills, I mean, now you can have a stronger opinion about it. I mean, you have been so busy filming. 
Yes, You've I'll really uh, sit down with Ronda Rousey and maybe you can I'd give her happy. some tips. I'd be happy to give her some tips. All right. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> ball talk. We have this. Uh, well, this is actually still another Ronda Rousey thing. So, she's everything <laughs> like, about can sports we just right call now. This Ronda Rousey That's, talk. She's she's the biggest name in sports right now. That's amazing. Right this second, you know. Oh, the ego on her though. Like if she's oh that movie. Maybe she'll pull it off. Maybe she'll be Eminem. Yeah, but Eminem wasn't playing Eminem. He yeah. wasn't playing a character, Marshall Mathers. It was a movie, you know, loosely based on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. We'll okay. see. Uh, anyway, the, the other potential rival that she might have is Chris Cyborg Justino. Uh, coolest name ever. So she competes in a in a competing. She doesn't compete in UFC. It's something else, but it's still uh, MMA mixed martial arts. She's ten pounds heavier than Ronda Rousey, so she can't compete with her unless she drops weight. But she has said she is going to drop weight to fight Ronda Rousey in December of this year. Oh. So it'll be Ronda, Ronda Rousey versus Cyborg. versus Cyborg, maybe. Maybe. So there we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Of Ronda Rousey Talk. Ronda Rousey Talk. <laughs> All right, so you had said that there was some speculation about some sort of chip thing. Yes, and I want to answer that chips question. Um, while I'm pulling that up here, I do want to remind everybody, too, of a fine sponsor, Fun Employment Radio, and that is Papina. Papina Swimwear. Oh, my goodness. Papina Swimwear is absolutely awesome, and it's where Sarah and I each got some new swimsuits over there. It's really a cool place. And, you know, and I never thought I would be going into a swimwear store and being well, like, oh, yeah, I like going to a swimwear well, store. Well, because but a lot I of really times do. swimwear stores can be intimidating, you know, yeah. because, like, you don't know what you want, but it has swimwear for any kind of person, like, you mm-hmm. know, man, woman, child, uh, you know, racing suits, suits for people with big boobs, suits for people with no boobs, like big butts, anything that you want. It's like suits for normal sized people and uh, in a non-intimidating atmosphere. It's it, it's amazing. Yeah. I found the perfect suit for me, and I could never find the perfect suit for me, and so that's kind of a feat in and of itself. Well, and they're very nice, very cool, very helpful in that store, and it's Papina, P-O-P-I-N-A, swimwear, Papina Swimwear. So they're based here in Portland. You can also buy online at papinaswimwear.com. Mm-hmm. It's it's a really cool place, and I would suggest going in there, you know, and even if you're not looking to get a suit right now, or maybe you know of somebody who might want to get a swimsuit, which who doesn't need a swimsuit? Mm-hmm. We all need a swimsuit. We all want to feel good in a swimsuit because we're not all, we don't all look like Ronda Rousey. So you can go to- Bring it back to Ronda Rousey. <laughs> everything goes back to Ronda Rousey. So uh, Papina Swimwear, you can go there, uh, pick up a swimsuit or a gift certificate for somebody else, too. That's always a good idea. It's a great present is to get a gift certificate. So papinaswimwear.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, great sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. Go there into the uh, into the local locations and check it all out on the website. All right. Here's the question. <laughs> Tell me the, the question. The question that came in. Oops. <laughs> Knocking stuff over in here. Why did you just do that? That'll be great for on set. By the way, one thing I did... Before I was on set on Thursday. Oh, guess who managed to slice their finger open, as I usually do. How do you possibly cut yourself so much? I had a big slice on my finger. Thankfully, I I had to cover it up a little bit because there were shots of me typing on a computer. And I'm like, I'm sorry, guys. I have this. And Well, I can't believe you get any acting gigs with your deformed finger. Well, the finger's deformed in its own right. If and then you cut it. You cut your deformed finger as it, well. So it was like, <laughs> like extra special. Bloody. And so, oh, yeah. What did you cut your finger on? A piece of wood at home. Like nothing, no good story for it. Just picked up a piece of wood and 
sliced it right open right before I go to the chat. That's <laughs> the things I do. All right. Here's the question, though, that I did receive. This comes from Nick. He said, Nick, uh, Greg, so I went to the store about a week ago and bought the bag of chips pictured. So he has a pictured bag of chips. I'm okay. going to take a look here at the bag. All right. Is this it like is, you guys sharing chip porn together? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a bag of uh, Cheetos. It's of a bag Cheetos, of Cheetos. Sure. Just the basic Cheetos? Basic Cheetos. Basic this is, Cheetos. Okay. Yep, Nick in St. Louis writes this in. So All right. He says, just now when I went to enjoy my hard-earned snack, I noticed a decent-sized tear in the bag that I didn't see when I bought them. Looks like a slash from a box cutter. Thinking, uh, he said, a careless teenager or something like that, slicing the box open. Here's what he wants to know. Okay. Um... He said, well, he said, what I want to know is if this happened to you, would you eat the chips? A few things to consider when making your decision. This was a $2 bag of chips, not any of that $1.19 hokey. So we're talking big game here. These are my all-time favorite chips. So think of these as whatever your favorite is. So what would you do? Yours are the Cheetos, but the jalapeno or... Um, well, it varies. It depends on what I'm eating, you know, because I like to match or the chip with Doritos, my food. yours are Doritos, aren't they? Well, I like to match the chip with the food or the if occasion. If you could pick one today, what would be your chip Right this second. Right now. Just right this second. I'm not saying this is my favorite of all time. Okay. Right this second, what I would probably want... Uh, yeah, it'd probably be the Cheetos jalapeno cheddar. Those, those are pretty damn good. That's probably the ones. Yeah. So he said, I crunched a few areas of the bag to determine if the chips were stale or not and came to the conclusion that most of them seem to be okay in edible condition. This is a tough question. So he said, can, would he eat the, would I eat them if it was sliced open like that? And I'll tell you this, I'm taking a look at the bag and it is, uh, there, it's a pretty gnarly slice. It's down the middle of it, but there are parts of that bag that were not hurt by this cut. Mm -hmm. Now, you do have to worry about people putting drugs in there because probably someone, you know, there's a chance you figure somebody sprinkled LSD or or angel dust in there. You have to assume there's drugs in it. There's probably angel dust. It's probably covered in angel dust. There's a 30% chance of anything you buy from the store if there's a cut or or like the box is open that there's angel dust in it. Mm -hmm. 30%. Because that's what people do when they buy drugs. They want to give them away for free to other people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just makes sense. Yes. They want to spend their hard-earned money on getting a complete stranger um, all high on the the angel dust. 30% chance. 30%. So you, you take that risk. But with this cut, here's what I would do. Now, assuming I can't get back to the store to bring them back. What I would do is the same thing I would do with like a block of cheese. If there's a block of cheese with mold on it, you cut off that part, eat the rest. Sure. So I would, it sucks because you're losing a lot of chips this way. And I would be pissed. I would be furious. Mm-hmm. You'd be like inconsolable. But I would take that section of the bag that was not near where the box cutter went in. And those chips, seemingly they're untouched. Okay. They'd probably be okay. All right. So I'd eat the chips that were not near where the cut was. How would you get, would you like put a scoop, like a cup or something in where the cut is and kind of scrape those out? No, I would open it up. I would open up the bag at the top and I would take those ones off careful to make sure they don't mix with the bad ones. Why wouldn't you just take them out through the slice? No, because you don't want to eat those ones. No, I know. Those are the ones that you get rid of. No, but then the good ones are going to get mixed in with the bad ones. Oh, my God. All right. No, no, no. You you extract the good ones from that bag, eat those ones, which you're only going to get a little bit out of that bag anyway. And other than that, I'm sorry. That's just a terrible situation. That is just awful. What this person is going through. Okay. Well, but you don't want to risk the angel dust. So that's that's what it is. Don't. As, this is if you can't make it back to the store. If you can make it back to the store, yeah, you trade it in. But you're already at home. Yeah. You're not going to have time you're to go home, back to the store. You're at home. You have the chips. Yeah. You're not going to drive all the way back for the yeah. $2 bag of chips. Just be reasonable. Yeah.
just don't uh, don't eat angel dust. Mm-hmm. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. <laughs> Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You are fantastic. We really, really do appreciate you. We do. Um, and thanks for all your all of uh, your support. You know, maybe it's our sponsors like Papina Swimwear, uh, going to funemploymentradio.com, clicking on the Amazon link, or shopping mm. in our store going on the there. Through the Cyber Mall. Through the Cyber Mall. Mm. All of those things really do contribute uh, tremendously to helping us continue the show. And, and subscribing to the show. And subscribing does a lot. Very much helps us. Yeah. If you can. It's six ninety nine a month. The first week is free, and then you get access to, you know, live stream and all of the uh, archives and all that stuff. Including, but not limited to, my live show that I did on Friday, which we're going to put into the rotation. Yes, we will have that up. Probably not right after the show because I haven't got it edited. That's fine. We'll do it tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It was a lot of fun, though. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Um. Well, good luck with your acting job today, Greg. Thank you. Hollywood. Thank you. Sorry, I called you by your oh, old name. Oh God. <laughs> Uh, this commercial is going to be. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna come off, come off pretty douchey in this. All right, so yeah, I like it. thank you everyone so much. We will be back at our regular time tomorrow, right here on Fun Employment Radio. Welcome, bye, friends. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs>